for joining in. Today's episode is on Netflix. Have you ever found yourself using the streaming service and clicking, going through the menus, looking at all the different TV shows, movies, documentaries, yada, yada, on and on? You're ready to watch something, but there's such an endless supply of different things to look at. 30 minutes or an hour later, you still have not even chosen something to watch unless you already have a TV show you're into or something of that sort. But this has happened to me numerous times. So I'm here today to help you out by giving you a list of some of the top things to look for on Netflix. This is my opinion, which my opinion is in line with a lot of the top people out there doing reviews on the movies, TV shows, and documentaries, but I'm sure some of my picks will be contradictory, but I'll explain why. So, listen up. This is your cheat sheet to stop looking and get straight to watching so you can get your entertainment in because none of us have time to waste. Netflix Top Movies TV shows and documentaries. We'll go through each category, but I've got to do this first. TV shows. All right, now I got that out of my system. I had to make sure and just throw a badass little title to the beginning of it. So you can find it if you want to go back and review through this. So I'll do that for each section. TV shows, movies, documentaries. There'll be that announcer voice with the echo so it's more dramatic unfortunately some good shows that I really enjoyed have recently been deleted so I had to go through and find out they're gone but let's talk about what's on there one that everybody probably has heard of is Breaking Bad the chemistry teacher that gets a cancer diagnosis is going to die He doesn't know how long he has. He's terminal. And he has to find a way to set his family up with money. So he turns into a drug dealer. I mean, he's a chemistry teacher, so he knows how to make methamphetamines. He figures it out. He gets into the business. This goes on for, gee whiz, I want to say it's a five-season show. Um greatly acted by Brian Cranston, the main character, and everybody else that's in it. It's one that's very addictive. Check that out. Next on my list, Peaky Blinders. This is a British gang crime drama. Peaky Blinders. 1919, England. A notorious gang. A mob boss. He's trying to move up no matter what the cost. Now, there is some familiar faces in this from American uh, movies that you'll see for sure. Um, So, I would just tell you this. This is a five-season series. Check it out. 
the drama's great, the acting's great. If you like anything involving gangs and crime, it's a home run. Check it out. Okay, next. This one is big. It's won some awards. Stranger Things. It's a sci-fi set in the 80s with a group of kids that ends up finding out this facility that is in the middle of their town running very obscure um, things are going on, so to speak. There's Russians, there's military coming in and out of this compound. They're doing experiments. Turns out they have some kind of strange device inside that they're literally bending space-time and opening doorways to different dimensions, which of course leads to lots of drama, monsters, psychic abilities in one of the characters. They're doing tests on people. I mean, and especially if you grew up in the 80s, whether you did or not, this is a badass fucking show, period. But you can definitely relate to it and you're going to enjoy it more if you grew up in the 80s, which I did. That one, you got to see. Stranger Things. Next on the list, Lucifer. If you just want some campy, fun, crime, drama, fantasy type show, watch Lucifer. He gets bored in hell and decides to come to Earth in Los Angeles and start a nightclub and get involved working with the police to catch sinners. Five seasons worth of this. So, and I'm sure there's more to come. Um, I didn't mention Peaky Blinders is done with their five seasons. Stranger Things is about to bring out another season. Lucifer is still putting out another season. Okay, on to the next one. iZombie. This one is, it's a drama. It's a comedy. It's a little campy. It's not a zombie TV show that is all about murder, death, kill. This is a zombie show that's more about drama, building relationships, character interactions. But yeah, there's death, there's murder. Um, of course, the uh, main star of iZombie is a girl who uses her powers to help a police detective and solve crimes. Because when she eats the brains of somebody that recently died... She can have flashbacks and memories and she can figure out who it was or what happened to them and help the detective out, which gets her involved in lots of different things. She doesn't look like a zombie in this, except for being pale and having platinum hair, but she's not all decaying because the more brains you eat in this series the more human-like you become. The further and further you get away from feeding, the more you start to decay and get the standard zombie retard stumbling around. Ah, brains. Okay, so that's how this works in iZombie. It's fun. I don't remember how many seasons there are. I think it's four or five. Uh, it's, it's a fun one. I'm actually watching it right now when I have time. I'm enjoying it. Another one on the zombie... There's so many zombie shows, movies, period. Another one that's in that same kind of category, Santa Clarita Diet. Um, it's got... What is her fucking name? Shit! The two main actors are, 
Hollywood superstars. I think it's Drew Barrymore. No, not Drew Barrymore. Oh, fuck. Uh, I can't remember. So just fucking look it up. Santa Clarita Diet. There's two really good actors that are in this that are the stars. Um, the wife ends up contracting zombieism from somebody somehow. Uh, becomes a zombie. It is not apparent, just like an eye zombie, except she does not have the pale skin and the hair going platinum and all that crap. But she does have to feed on human beings to sustain herself. Almost kind of like iZombie, but it's a comedy. It's big time comedy. Slapstick, very campy. If you want to laugh, this will make you laugh. Okay, on to more serious zombie movies. Or not movies, TV shows. Walking Dead. Everybody's heard of Walking Dead. Ten seasons are now on Netflix. So this is your Zama drama, action, adventure. It's almost murder porn because people are just dying in the most grotesque, horrible ways possible in this TV show. So if you enjoy that, deep character interactions where you can grow attached to people and uh, they stick together, different communities, and the storyline just goes on and on and on for 10 seasons. And it's, it's still going. I think there's actually 11 seasons now. Walking Dead is a fantastic, award-winning TV show from AMC that made it to Netflix. It's been around for a good while, so if you haven't seen it, start at the beginning and walk your way through it slowly but surely, or just go crazy binge-watching it. Okay, do you like anime? If you don't, don't listen to me on this one, but this is a Japanimation one. It's called Parasite. I just, by chance, watched it. It's about this creepy parasite from another world that infects human beings and can take over their brain, control them, use them. Well, this one guy catches the parasite going through, I believe, a cut in his hand, and he... Basically cuts off the circulation in his arm so it can't go further up because it wants to get into your brain to take over your body. So since he can't do that, it gets stuck in his arm and his arm becomes the alien. Now it maintains a normal look most of the time unless he's in danger or he needs it. Then it can convert into just about any kind of a slicing, dicing uh, thing that he wants it to it gives him superhuman abilities like speed uh, strength stuff like that so it's drama action uh, very serious anime it's not like our animations in America Japanimations are taken very seriously like adults love anime over there so it's adult it's not for kids it's very gory and I found it freaking awesome, called Parasite. Check that out. If you've never seen a good anime from Japan before, you give it a go. I mean, it's dubbed over. You don't have to uh, read it. So, moving on. Another award-winning show that is only on Netflix, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Ozark. Jason Bateman. Laura Linney. Yes, this is only on Netflix. This is a gritty, dark crime drama. Okay, Jason Bateman is an accountant that launders money for 
the Mexican drug cartel. There's three seasons so far. I believe another one's coming. Or maybe the third season's coming. I don't remember. Anyways, the craziest shit happens. People getting melted in acid baths. People getting shotguns, blowing dicks off. And, I mean... There's just shocking moments that you don't expect in the character development. And the, you fall in love with Jason Bateman and Laura Lenny's family and their kids. And they're always in bad situations. And he's always trying to find another way to launder money and stay away from the cops and the FBI. And then not piss off the cartel at the same time and keep up his deal with them. Because his partner has already gotten killed for fucking up. So Ozark is gritty, man. It's gritty and it's intense edge of your seat if you're into that kind of thing check that out that is a freaking awesome show okay how to get away with murder this is viola davis she is a freaking phenomenal actress there's six seasons it's a crime mystery thriller it's a network um tv show i don't remember if it's abc nbc what it is but of course that means it's rated so it's not like gonna have any serious cursing or sex scenes or violence or anything like that if you can deal with that and it being more pg and just deal with it being a good well-written crime mystery drama thriller it's good it's not on the top of my list but hey i thought it was pretty good i watched it and there's six seasons um you know when you got some spare time check it out This next one I freaking loved because I love anything that is period pieces. This is a period piece. The Last Kingdom. It's war. It's drama. It's action. Alfred the Great is defending his kingdom from Norse invaders. Okay, and there's this guy named Uhtred who is the star guy in this drama. And he is a great actor. And he leads this story, and you want to follow him all the way through all the seasons that they have, which I don't remember if it's three or four, but it's a fun watch if you enjoy like Braveheart, Vikings, those kind of TV shows. Awesome. Next, Love, Death, and Robots. These are all mixed episodes. None of them are synonymous they're not linked together it's different writers producers animators all make little short dark wicked animations it can be very realistic cgi down to um 2d animation you don't know what you're gonna get but some of the stuff just blew me away since i'm i appreciate Animation. I appreciate the artwork. I appreciated the stories. I appreciated so much about this. Love, Death, and Robots. If you want to see something completely different, they're short stories. You can check them out. They're usually like 15, 20 minutes. Check it out. I can't recommend it enough. I've watched them all. Love them. Next, if you have never seen The Chappelle Show... Dave Chappelle, if you have never seen The Chappelle Show, what the fuck is wrong with you? That is the best comedy skit show ever. Not Saturday Night Live, not In Living Color, 
this is the one that kept it real, that broke every rule that you could break on Comedy Central. Unfortunately, it only ran two seasons, but it's on Netflix. Watch it. See the unbelievable stuff Dave Chappelle got away with when he wrote these skits and put them on TV. This is what made him a superstar. Yes, it's older, but who gives a shit? It's timeless. The humor is always going to be there. I've probably watched the Chappelle show since when it came out to now hundreds of times. I'm not joking with friends at parties when I was younger, whatever. Dude, it's fucking awesome. Okay, let's round off this list with something a little different. How about political thrillers? And there's so many things that I can't list them all. I'm just giving you some stuff to go for. House of Cards. Kevin Spacey, lightly involved with his uh, sexual misconduct shit, has kind of got blacklisted from the world. Um, But he's an awesome actor. Robin Wright is in this. There's six seasons. It's a political drama thriller. It's dark. It's gritty. It's nasty. It's got sex, murder, all the stuff that you know is really going on in politics that you never get to really find the truth out about. But here it is and a little drama laid out for you. So if you'd like to see what could possibly be going on in politics behind all of our backs, this gives you a good idea of what's really happening. So watch that and get your fill of dirty, dark, butt-fucking-politics. Okay, that's it for TV shows. Top Movies. Netflix has quite a few of their own shows in TV shows and documentaries and, of course, in movies. Like I mentioned in the TV shows, Netflix has their own little special ones that you can only watch on Netflix. Let's talk about some of the movies that are Netflix-only specials. Project Power. Jamie Foxx is the star in this. And, of course, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in it. Another heavy hitter in Hollywood. The story is a new drug is on the street granting people superpowers. You don't know what's going to happen because of the way it interacts with your genetics. You just have to chance it and try it out. So an ex-cop and a soldier end up working together. To put it into this. How? Watch it. It's action. It's drama. It's good. It's a movie that should have been at the theaters, but it's on Netflix only. What I got to say, Project Power. Check it out. Next. Six Underground. Action. Period. That's all I can say. Ryan Reynolds is in this with a cast of people I don't really know. I'm not familiar with and I didn't write them all down because who gives a fuck? Ryan Reynolds is a star. This one is action from the beginning to the end. It's about a group of soldiers that are written off as dead and are doing things under... The control of basically a billionaire who is trying to make the world a better place. Um, So anyways, it's got action. Like I said, Ryan Reynolds with his little quips and the way he acts, 
period. You all know he can deliver comedy to just about any role he's in. He's good at doing that. So he delivers in this. Check that out. That's a Netflix only film. Let me make sure here. I want to go down the list here. Okay, another one. Just came out. Netflix only. Gunpowder Milkshake. It's a girl flick. Girl action flick. Girl action shoot 'em up. Ass kicking flick. Okay? So, that's all I'm going to say about it. If you like hardcore action with chicks that are fucking badasses, well, the story... I can't say that it's got the greatest story ever. Yes, I followed along and watched the whole thing, and it kept me intrigued to watch it to the end, and it was worth a watch. And it delivered on the action. The visuals were fantastic. Gunpowder Milkshake, check it out. Next, Netflix-only movie, Extraction. Chris Hemsworth. Okay, he's a soldier. He's got a mission. Tons of action. Again, I didn't find the story very compelling. Action scenes are pretty good. Not very realistic. Some of the action just too over the top. But who gives a shit? That's usually what you're watching a movie for is Escape from Reality. Extraction. Chris Hemsworth. Check it out. Next, Netflix only, Army of the Dead recently released. This is their big zombie movie that they put out with Dave Bautista as the lead. The guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, the big motherfucker, bald head, ex-WWE wrestler. All right. Him and a crew are going into a sectioned off part of Las Vegas where they have zombies trapped. No one's allowed in. Well, they have found out there is millions and millions of dollars that were left in a casino. If they can bust in through the gate and make it to the casino and get that money clean and get out, they can all be billionaires. This group of mercenaries. So there's tons of action, tons of zombies killing. Story kind of sucks, honestly. Wasn't very impressed with it. I can't remember who the director is. He did, of course, uh, lots of good films as far as uh, action and stuff like that goes. He did uh, 300 with Gerard Butler. He did... um, Anyways, you probably know who I'm talking about. Zach something. I can't remember his full name. But anyways, he directs this. It's good. The special effects are off the chain. It's crazy freaking action. Good. Next, another Netflix-only film, The Old Guard with Charlize Theron. She is a phenomenal actress. Okay? I'm not even going to give you the story on this. Just watch it. It's a good movie. Charlize Theron, fantastic actress. She delivers in this. Watch The Old Guard. Fun action flick. Um, it's her time. She's looking to train up and move on and get new people to take over. Hence the name, The Old Guard. Next Netflix-only film, The Irishman. This was supposed to be a big one. Has Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Oh, God, and who the hell is the director 
everybody's going to know the director and say, Jason, you're a freaking dumbass. Sorry, I can't remember the director's name. Yes, that's right. Jay screws up every once in a while. I can't remember shit. So anyways, The Irishman is an elongated film that seemed like it needed about an hour trimmed off of it to speed up the film. Because it's literally like three hours, dude. This is too much. I love, I, I believe it's Scorsese. Martin Scorsese is the one that did this. Okay, I love all the actors. I love the director. I love the idea, the gangster period, blah, blah, blah. Great. Lots of good stuff in it, but way too much drawn out dialogue, paused scenes, stuff like that, that make you just, you're going, God, this is dragging. Let's get to the next moment. Let's keep this thing moving. He didn't do it. So I definitely think there needs to be an editorial revamp on that movie and about an hour shaved off of it to speed it up. But it's worth one watch. You may have to break it up because it's a long one. But, you know, there's people that say it's great. There's people that don't. You can check it out. Another Netflix-only movie, Highwaymen, Kevin Costner, Woody Allen. They are Texas Rangers tracking the nefarious, well-known couple, Bonnie and Clyde. It's another period piece. So check that out. Another Netflix-only movie, Spencer Confidential with Mark Wahlberg. What can I say? You'll see lots of cameos, people popping up in this. You'll know who they are. Anyways, ex-cop, he turns into a con, uncovers a conspiracy. It's a mystery drama action film. It's good for a watch. Lots of these films that Netflix makes don't have the best storylines, but they deliver big time on action and other things like that. They have the great actors in them. Um... So, hey, that's just another really cool one. Okay, let's go non-Netflix films. I can't tell you there's so many fucking good films on Netflix. Departed. Okay, this is a gang drama that has an all-star cast. It's got Alec Baldwin, Jack Nicholson, Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, on and on. I mean, I could keep naming people. And has another great director. Uh, whatever. I think it's a Scorsese film also. But this film is fantastic. Departed. Check that out. Okay, do you like vampires? Do you like werewolves? I fucking do. I love vampire werewolf movies. Don't give a shit. I'll watch just about every one of them because I like the genre. Underworld, you ever heard of it? Just about every Underworld film is in Netflix. So, it's horror, it's action. Um, not always the best story but like the first couple were really cool um ends up turning into vampires against werewolves and then vampires and werewolves against humans and then it goes back in time and some of them to 
medieval days and how it all started and other episodes. And there's one with a gigantic freaking werewolf that's like uh, freaking King Kong. Anyways, the Underworld films are very cool. Very, very cool. So check them out. Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies were on and they're gone now. I was very pissed about that because those are some of the best movies ever made. In my opinion, they're gone. So anyways, sorry to even talk about it. Twilight, do you love vampires that, well, not just vampires and werewolves that are like the underworld where it's gritty, dark drama, action, gore and all that shit. Twilight brings love, romance, and drama into the vampire werewolf world and keeping it more of a PG rating where the younger crowd could fall in love with the characters. All the Twilights are on Netflix now. So, they're worth a watch. Definitely the first couple. I It, it gets a little cheesy for a guy like me, but hey, if you like vampires and werewolves, you'll fucking watch it. And it's still, it's the lady that wrote the books. I mean, they're freaking huge novels. Well known all over the world and so are the movies. So it's worth giving it a shot. Check it out. If you like the first movie, then keep going. Okay. Talked a lot about vampires and werewolves. Um... How about Olympus Has Fallen with Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman? Gerard Butler is your Secret Service agent protecting the President Morgan Freeman and Olympus Has Fallen. This is nothing but just straight up freaking good drama action. It's This is your just staple action film for the movie theaters. Go grab your popcorn and stay enthralled Olympus is Fallen has got all the actions got the story it's it's, it's cool movie then they got the follow up Angel Has Fallen is also on Netflix that is the next one in that one it's different Olympus is Fallen is more like the White House being taken over Angel Has Fallen is Gerard Butler being framed, the Secret Service agent, for trying to kill the president, which he didn't do. So he has to prove his innocence somehow. <laughs> You'll have to just see how he does that. Um, anyways, those two are great movies. Olympus Has Fallen, Angel Has Fallen. Okay, next. This is another Netflix movie I forgot to mention, Bright, with Will Smith. Now, Will Smith, I love. He's a fantastic actor. This has him as a cop in a fantasy world. Like, pretend that ogres and fairies and magic existed in our world. Just pretend that is standard. It's a normal world, but we've, if that world existed, you would still need some kind of law and order. Well, that's Will Smith. Okay. And there's lots of racism. There's lots of racism between, like, the ogres and the humans. It's, you know, 
the di- dichotomy between different races here that we have. Just imagine if there was something as different as an ogre. Would there be racism? Well, you can get a feel for it in this movie and how it might turn out. So it's it's good fantasy action. Uh, Will Smith delivers. He's always fun to watch. I enjoyed the storyline. I was hoping for a follow-up because they kind of left it open to a part two. Uh, maybe it didn't get the reception that Netflix wanted because I've never seen anything or heard anything of another one coming out. But Bright is good for a watch. Check it out. Now, if you love Quentin Tarantino, check out Django Unchained. Okay? Django Unchained. Django is spelled D-G... D-G... D-J-A-N-G-O. Django. D-J-A-N-G-O. Django Unchained. Django is Jamie Foxx. He is a slave that is released by a wonderful man and he wants to help him get his revenge. Leonardo DiCaprio is in it. Samuel L. Jackson. So, and it's a Quentin Tarantino film. So, I mean, what more can I say? I love all Quentin Tarantino films. Now, another one that's on there that's wonderfully done, The Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight has Kurt Russell, Samuel Jackson, and many others. It's so cool how they have it broken down. The Hateful Eight is actually, I don't know if they extended the movie, but they broke it down into episodes. So you can watch each episode, take a break. If you need to. So, check that out also. Two Quentin Tarantino films that are wonderful. Django Unchained and The Hateful Eight. And I think that's enough movies for you to chew on for right now. So, let's move on. Documentaries. All right, documentaries. So many documentaries on Netflix are Isolated to Netflix only. Seaspiracy. Global corruption in the fishing industry. Most of the pollution on this earth you don't even know about is from the fishing industry. And there is corruption and conspiracy on a shocking fucking level that I never knew. The stamps on the can, sustainable... Uh, fishing, dolphin safe. There's people getting paid off to put these stamps on shit while they're fucking murdering fucking dolphins and drag netting the fucking ocean, killing everything. I mean, we're literally looking at extinction of species in a very short amount of time by the way the fishing world is running right now and nobody seems to know or give a fuck it is disturbing as shit excuse me for getting so lit up over it but check that out seaspiracy okay on a lighter note my octopus teacher a cameraman 
who has been all over the world filming for nature, National Geographic, whatever. I mean, the guy's just been doing this his whole life. He's taking a break at his place by the ocean and spending some family time and leisure time on his own without pressure because he's burnt out, decides to go into a coral reef and film and swim and he forges a friendship with an octopus. From being there day in, day out, the octopus eventually learns that he's safe and comes up to him, interacts with him like a fucking dog. Insane, but the intelligence of this animal is mind-blowing. And he learns a lot, but he doesn't treat the octopus, of course, like a dog. He lets nature continue as it is, and unfortunately, sharks are hunting octopuses. They have enemies, but they're smart. They know how to do things to hide. So, I mean, there's just lots of different things that happen. This movie drew a tear out of me because it was so emotional how he filmed his relationship with this octopus and how he bonded with it. I got mushy. Yes, I did. Make fun of me. Call me a vagina if you want to. Watch my octopus teacher and see if you don't maybe get a little tearjerker yourself. Okay, on to another one that's a Netflix only, as far as I know. The Toys That Made Us. What'd you grow up with? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I did. My Little Ponies? I didn't, but lots of girls did. Legos? Of course I had Legos. Transformers? I had those. Barbies? Didn't have them, but every girl did. He-Man? Fuck yes, I had He-Man. Star Wars? Fuck yes, I had Star Wars. G.I. Joe? Fuck yes, I had G.I. Joe. Every one of these different toys has a separate documentary that's not too long. They're, I think, around 30 minutes, maybe more. Um, But they go in depth. They tell about the creation. What brought about the idea for the toy? How did it come to be from an idea to a drawing to put out on the market? How did they sell it? What was the impact? Did they make a cartoon for it? You know, it just goes fully in depth on everything about these toys, how much they sold, blah, blah, blah. I mean, Cabbage Patch Kids are in there too. You, you, anything you can think of growing up, great. The Toys That Made Us, check that out. Next, check out The Movies That Made Us. These are short too. Another 30, 40 minute type episode. I mean, that's the way these are set up. Talking old movies, just like the old toys. Fantastically famous movies. Back to the Future with Michael J. Fox. Jurassic Park with Sam Neill. The very first one. Groundbreaking special effects. 3D CGI. That's where it came from. Jurassic Park invented it. Forrest Gump with Tom Hanks. Badass fucking movie. That was a great one. Ghostbusters. That is a classic. I mean, come on. You have got to see the original Ghostbusters 
with Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and the other people that ran it, Rick Moranis, is great. Anyways, moving on. Die Hard, Bruce Willis, Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin. I don't think he did a whole lot after that, but that one was a groundbreaking comedy at the time. Who has not seen Pretty Woman? Pretty Woman. They go over it. It almost never happened. Richard Gere, Julia Roberts. How'd they get them? How'd they get the movie made when it was almost, it almost never got happened, almost got scrapped? The story behind these movies and how they got made and how the special effects got brought to life and the stories, you know, who wrote them and who was the director and the actors, what do they have to say about it? I mean, all these different things, the money, what what studio funded it? In some cases, studios didn't want to and people had to put their money together to do it because they believed in the project so much. So many cool stories. The movies that made us. Okay, here's one that has so many different topics you can't miss. It's simply called Explained. They have episodes on the mind, viruses, money, sex, voting, oil, dogs, sugar, Beauty, coding, cults, music, weed, DNA. Well, I mean, what more can I say? Every one of these subjects I just named is 30 minutes or less in depth. They go into a discussion about it and blow your mind with facts. It's explained to you. So, I guarantee you out of just some of those that I spit out, you probably go, I'd like to know some more about viruses, or I'd like to know some more about how the mind works, or I want to know more about what we think's beautiful. I want to know more about how music's created. I want to know more about how DNA works, or I want to know more about weed. It's starting to get legal everywhere. Whatever it is. Look into it on Explain. They're short episodes. You can fit them in just about any time. There's little short episodes, and they're fun. Cocaine Cowboys. This is on Netflix right now, and it is a phenomenal drug story about two high school friends that got caught up in the cocaine industry in Florida during the 80s, 90s era, and... Man, what a wild ride these guys had. I am not going to give away the story. It's too much fun. Watch it. It's broken down into episode by episode. So watch them all. Cocaine Cowboys. See how two guys basically became the Scarfaces of Florida. And they even traveled to California and other places to evade capture. Oh, it's a crazy story. Another crazy story that makes for a great documentary. The Tiger King. The gay, promiscuous, tiger-keeping, maniac, gun-shooting, country music-writing, freak, fanatic. I mean, 
this was news when this story came out, the Tiger King, everybody was talking about it. And you know what? I still haven't even seen it. I have heard about it from everybody. I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast and I've heard it brought up numerous times. It's supposed to have everything in it. Crazy sex stories, crazy uh, footage of wild cats. And um, he ran a business where people could come see him and pet him. And uh, he was crazy with his guns. He had multiple lovers. He had enemies. There's murder involved in it. He ends up in jail eventually over something. I don't even know the whole story. I just know it's just nonstop insanity in this guy's life. And it's obviously worth a watch because the world's been talking about it. I just hadn't got around to it. So check out the Tiger King. One I did check out, The Last Dance, Michael Jordan. It's a documentary on him during the prime time of the Chicago Bulls the period of time during their domination and Michael Jordan's mindset, how he performed, how he acted, how he treated his teammates, how he pulled off some of the things he did. They interview him. He talks, Scotty Pippen talks, uh, the coach talks. Uh, I mean, the people he played against talked about what it was like to deal with Michael Jordan. He was a phenom. In my opinion, the greatest basketball player of all time. No cut down to Kobe Bryant. He was phenomenal too. And rest in peace. He sounded like a wonderful man. But I still rate Michael Jordan as the best of all time. The grace, the beauty, the ability to pull off things during clutch moments. The style. I mean, the dude had it all. The Last Dance. Watch that if you want to see a documentary on Michael Jordan, the best basketball player in my mind that has ever been on that court. Okay, next. Wild, Wild Country. This is about a guru named Osho, a very famous guru from the 70s and 80s. He got so famous and had such a large following of people from America that migrated over to India to join into his ashram, he brought them back here and bought a huge plot of acreage in Oregon in 1981. He took over a whole town. It was supposed to be about love and peace and Everybody contributed to this society. It doesn't stay that way. Osho, this loving, peaceful guru of wisdom, all of a sudden has loads of Rolls Royce cars, like probably the biggest lineup of Rolls Royces I've ever seen that any son of a bitch has ever owned. He seemed like a kind, gentle, loving man, But I think the fame and the fortune that came from him becoming this world-recognized guru got to his head. Now, did he start sleeping with some of his parishioners, some 
things that he shouldn't have done? Were they, was things going on? I don't know. But everybody began to get brainwashed there and would do anything for Osho. And he had somebody by his side named Sheila who directed people and they would listen to her almost as Osho. And lots of strange things happened. So, I'm talking about poisoning people in cities, you know, attempted murders, people going to jail, all sorts of crazy shit. They had to get raided. Eventually, it came down to things got so out of control, so out of hand, and it was on the news all the time that something had to come to an end. Something had to stop what they were doing out there. Why? Well, you're going to have to watch it to find out because it's a fantastic documentary. I freaking loved it. It freaked me out. And I can't believe that it slipped through my grid in this lifetime and I didn't know more about this. Wild, wild country. Watch it about Osho the Guru. A new one I watched, Fantastic Fungi. Learn all about mushrooms and other funguses and the mycelium network that runs underneath us in the soil that communicates and connects all plant life. It's like the neurons in a brain, but way more complicated and dense. The mycelium network transfers transfers messages between plants, trees, uh, just about anything you can think of. They all work together. Did you know that trees can talk to this mycelium network? They can change the way they taste to insects. If something's trying to eat them and screw up their digestive tract or kill them. I mean, there's unbelievable things you'll find out about this. And then the properties. There's so many different properties to mushrooms besides just what you've heard, the magic mushroom psychedelics, but they, they've fit into receptors in our brain you would think for a reason. If we have a receptor for certain things that are made by nature, then it would seem that there's a purpose behind that because not everything you eat has a receptor for it to bind to to produce a reaction. And mushrooms have a vast different array of reactions that they can cause. Find out more about it in Fantastic Fungi. Because it's not all about just having a psychedelic trip. That If that's all you think mushrooms are about, you are so far from wrong. So, learn about it. Fantastic fungi. Then, watch The Social Dilemma. Learn about social media controlling your attention and how they warp your mind. How they control the way you think. How they keep your attention on them how they invest money into psychologists and programmers to make you literally get sucked in and never leave they are forging addictions they are causing you to become dopamine addicted to bells to certain colors to certain things happening on your phone so you can't help but look at it even if you don't hear something, you're always wanting to look at it again to see if somebody's got a reaction to that picture or something you said or blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? 
check out The Social Dilemma and listen to some of these guys that were involved in the programming of different things like Facebook, Google, whatever. They're tracking you. They're collecting your information. They're selling it off to the highest bidder for advertising and maybe to the government for other things. That's personal information. That shouldn't be right. But there's so much going on that we need to take a stand against because if we don't, it's only going to get worse. So Social Dilemma discusses this in depth. It's a great documentary movie. Check that out. Another one I can't highly recommend enough is The History of Swear Words. Find out the origins of fuck, shit, ass, damn. I mean, there's more. I'm not going to say them all, but where'd they come from? What'd they mean? Were they always bad? Were they good once? Did they mean something completely different and it changed over time? Is there certain inflections or ways you can use these curse words even now to actually serve a purpose in a conversation instead of just flinging a curse word? Well, I think so. Personally, uh, I think curse words can add emphasis, almost like an exclamation point or intensity to a set of dialogue. Like, if I want you to listen, maybe I'll say, fucking listen to what I'm saying. That catches your attention a little bit more and raises the intensity and probably gets you to tune in a little better. Because you know I'm serious. Listen to the history of swear words. The best sports documentary besides Michael Jordan's is Icarus. If that's still on there, I didn't get a chance to see if Icarus is on there. But it's all about the doping program from Russia and the Olympics and the guy that they hired to do it. And once they got caught, they tried to kill him. He had to get sanctuary out of Russia. He made a run for it. Like Edward Snowden did when he was a whistleblower on America tracking everybody and, you know, basically spying on us nonstop all the time and storing up our personal information and stuff that Snowden did. They tried to kill him. They tried to capture him, which would have ended up in him being, he'd have disappeared, just put it that way. So anyways, Icarus, this Russian scientist that ran the doping program for them for the Olympics, Once they got caught, they had to silence him, but what happens? You'll just have to find out. He gets asylum. Where? How? How close was it? It was close. What all was he involved in? Well, he is open. He tells it all. What about his family? What happened to his family? Because they couldn't make a run for it. Did they get killed? Are they safe? Watch Icarus. This started out as a simple experiment. This guy was simply going to have this Russian scientist dope him up for a cycling competition. And he was going to compare the difference between doping for a cycling competition and not doping for a cycling competition. Then it turned out that all this shit blew up in the middle of him doing this documentary. And he got to be right there with the camera involved in all of it. So it was by chance, and what a fantastic documentary. 
just by sheer luck, it just happened to turn out this way. Check that one out. So that's it for Netflix, the list. I'm giving you everything as far as TV shows, movies, and documentaries that I like or have enjoyed. That's the kind of stuff that I'm watching, listening to. So check it out for your own self. I hope you enjoy my picks. They're probably not going to be on the top picks of any other list that you look at. But hey, that's why you're here. You probably want to hear what I think is good out there and what reasons I've chosen. So anyways, check these things out. If you want to, let me know what you think. The email is at the end. As always, rate and review if you're on a podcast platform where you can. And also, don't forget, you can always donate to the podcast. Look for the link to donate wherever you're coming into this podcast. There's usually a link at the bottom or in the details where you can donate to keep this podcast afloat to keep me going you can donate a dollar five dollars ten dollars whatever you want per month anything would i would greatly appreciate i'm putting this information out for free this one was a purely entertainment one usually i'm trying to educate you guys i'm trying to give you information to make your life a little bit better or a lot better in some cases depending on how much you actually apply the information so If you can donate, great. I would appreciate it. I'm serious. I would greatly appreciate it. So, love you guys out there in podcast land. Until next time, keep it real. And I will see you. No, I'll definitely will see you. I'll yell at you on the next one. So, till then, take care. Later. Keeping it real. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts and their material and deliver it to you. But please do all this at your own risk. Contact keeping it real at G.